If you were to die tonight, what would you want written on your tombstone? Think about it during the opener on this episode of Inverse. Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Hey, welcome to Inverse. Did you guys actually think about it during the opener when, the, when those, you know, the graphics are happening and you were thinking about it? What, what, what I want on my tombstone if I were to die tonight? On this episode of Inverse, we're looking at Acts chapter, chapter 9, chapter nine, 10, yep. chapter 9, and we're looking at particular characters in the early church that manifested God's mercy and justice to the community and to the church. So we have a word of prayer well, done by Jonathan. We'll read a Bible verse and get to it. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we ask that you will please illuminate our minds, give us an understanding of your word as we try to know and know you better and to understand uh, what you want us to understand today. And we just ask that you will please send us your spirit as we go into this. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Sebastian, let's go to Acts chapter 9 and verse 36, please. Onward to about 40-something. <laughs> okay. 36. At Joppa... There was a certain disciple named Tabitha, which is translated Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did. But it happened in those days that she became sick and died. When they had washed her, they laid her in an upper room. And since Lydda was near Joppa and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent two men to him, imploring him not to delay in coming to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he had come, they brought him to the upper room, and all the widows stood by him weeping, showing the tunics and garments which Dorcas had made while she was with them. But Peter put them all out and knelt down and prayed, and turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. Then he gave her his hand and lifted her up, and when he had called the saints and widows, he presented her alive. And it became known throughout all Joppa, and many believed on the Lord. So it was that he stayed many days in Joppa with Simon, a tanner. All right, so this is the early church. In our last episode, we looked at the principles of the kingdom that Jesus instituted for the kingdom of heaven. And now we have the early church playing out and living out those principles, mm-hmm. one character being being Dorcas. So, so Callie, what's going on here in this passage? So we have another miracle done by mm-hmm. Peter, well, Jesus through Peter. And it's not just Peter sees someone who's passed away and so then he heals her, but we get like the whole backstory mm-hmm. of kind of what, what her life was like. And Dorcas was a woman who blessed so many people through very practical means. Mm-hmm. And she took care of them. And even people, when they wanted to tell Peter how much you know they meant her, they, they showed her, like, this is what she gave us. This is what she did to us, mm-hmm. did for us. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, Peter ends up healing her. And what sticks out to me is, you know, kind of like you were asking earlier, like, this was what was written on her tombstone, mm-hmm. even though she was dead temporarily uh, by God's grace. But, like, that's what they remembered. So they're like, we want her back. So can you please bring her back to us? Mm-hmm. Because she is such an important part. And 
and you know everyone has their value and different things and, but it's not just like oh we, we miss her but it's like look what she did for us like we need her mm-hmm. blessings back mm-hmm. in our life mm-hmm. can you imagine like if she actually had a tombstone and there was something written on it like she's <laughs> one of the few people that died and was resurrected and yeah. like this is what you guys think of me like mm. uh, or you know I mean it's, it's kind of a surreal experience yes. from yeah. her perspective maybe just a subjective dumb question to start off the episode mm-hmm. what would you want on your tombstone hmm hmm Jonathan you said hmm <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you want to start with me I haven't thought about it yet I didn't use the opener he's time. young yeah. he thinks he will never die you right, know, right. So. so why don't you go ahead, wise man wise <laughs> yeah, older man, man. <laughs> I'm old age positive okay you're so, years old but go ahead I think when I when I think about my tombstone, I have this uh, practice that I do at home where I record videos for close friends and loved ones and family mm-hmm. in case I ever died in a surprise situation mm-hmm. so that I could let them know exactly how I felt and, you know, if there was any so issues. you have a video tombstone? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's, it's um, my, my ultimate aim would be that when I died that, you know, people always believed that I loved them and I treated them, you know, with the utmost of value no matter what, who it was or where we met or how we went about. But do you erase the previous video when you come back from a trip and <laughs> yeah. you're alive? No, I saved them all in a folder. So you have, like, years' worth of Tombstone videos? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so I actually have one for you, Justin. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully I'll never... Yeah, don't, don't Anyways, ask to Kelly, what, what, what would you... I don't know <laughs> it's kind of awkward, like, I want to, to see it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I resonate with that, too. Something else I think about, maybe it's just the teacher in me, but um, in addition to what Sebastian said, I want people to remember me as someone who encouraged them to reach their full potential in Christ hmm. and mm-hmm. helped them and enabled them to do far more than they thought they could. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that a lot, you know, in, in teaching of just, like, you thought you couldn't do it, and you did, by God's grace, and just having someone to encourage you and to push you along the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that as well. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I, yeah. I asked the questions around <laughs> sorry, here. Sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's, that's, a, that's a good question. I don't know who thought of it. It makes me, makes me think, wow. uh, I guess this sounds cliche, but faithful and true is yeah. what comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, not that because I was faithful and true, mm-hmm. but those are the words that I yearn for mm-hmm. that from, from Jesus. From Jesus yeah. And mm-hmm. that what, just to hear those words from Jesus well is done. what kind of life. I would have wanted to have 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 live have done live have, have lived, lived. lived. Have yes lived. you're right and yeah. grammatically awkward maybe yeah. it's another <laughs> Jesus will rewrite it okay. yeah. he'll fix it absolutely Jonathan yeah. you thought well about it? I mean I agree with all of these I think uh, similar to you I want I want people to see Jesus in me mm-hmm. I want them to know that I live for Jesus and. Uh, if that can be seen, I like what it actually says here in the verse about Dorcas. Yeah. In verse 36, it says, At Joppa, there was yeah. a certain disciple named Tabitha. So she, she's not just a little girl or a lady or something. It's a disciple. This is a follower of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So come back to my tombstone. I think if it says, you know, Jonathan is, was a true follower of Jesus, uh, known for his good deeds, as it says here, charitable deeds. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would praise the Lord if that if that was the case. Yeah. Now, which is interesting, our, our answers were more characteristics, uh, mm-hmm. att- attributes of our character. Mm-hmm. In terms of Dorcas here, this was not really in terms of her character mm-hmm. or who she was, but what she did. True. Yeah. And so that's a little bit of a, a different angle uh, yes. on, on how, not, not wrong or bad, but just no. it's right. different. Kelly. I was going to say, in a sense, it's the same just because in order to show our characters, we have to do certain things. Yes. Whether it's producing things like they can hold and say, look what she made, mm-hmm. or this is what this person did for me. And I think, you know, our, our characteristics can be shown different ways, like I said, in teaching or with our families or whatever it may be. And so 
And also, I, you know, I don't, it's kind of, it's, it is speculation, but I don't think Dorcas was thinking, like, this is how people are going to react. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. because it's a life of disinterested service, so you don't think, like, yeah, when I die, man, people are going to suffer. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, mm-hmm. it's just, I'm serving because that mm-hmm. I'm a disciple of Jesus, mm-hmm. and that's just the outgrowth of, of who I am and what I do. And a lot of times, the people who serve the most faithfully are the most surprised by how much of a difference they've made. Because mm-hmm. they're like, I'm just listening to Jesus. I'm not trying to meet a checklist or a quota. I'm just obeying God. Right. And what, a, what a powerful uh, notion that really then Justin's point rings true, that if I'm faithful to living a life of mercy and justice, mm-hmm. I would be surprised yeah. by what people will be saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because in the end, your, your only goal was to continue Jesus's mission, right, from Luke chapter 4, 18 and 19. It's like, you know, the spirit of God is upon me and anointed me to heal the brokenhearted, et cetera, et cetera. And Dorcas was just continuing what -hmm. Jesus's mission was, though he Mm -hmm. was not there. And in the end, by living that particular life, Mm -hmm. this is what the results are going to be. And and to be truthful, the pause of probably what's going to be written on our tombstone is (laughs) awkward because in reality, like you said, we're just trying to be faithful Mm -hmm. to what we know. But in the end, we have no concept Mm -hmm. of how our lives have impacted people until they come back and say, Hey, you know what? This is, this is what this little act that you did. They came with the garments. Mm -hmm. You don't know what people are going to come to us with Mm -hmm. and say, you know, there was a time when I needed this or you paid for my bus fare or just this email. And it's like, you know, this was the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think, that's that's a profound idea to reflect upon. Yeah, I find it's uh, it's interesting when you look at just world history and whenever people die that have maybe made a huge impact and uh, maybe no one ever really told them while they were alive, but when they die, uh, suddenly everyone comes out with all these stories and like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, this is how this ma- this person made a difference in my life and this person yeah. made a difference in my life. <clears throat> the other thing is that um, uh, when it comes down to it, um, what matters. Uh, yes, our theology matters, our, our understanding of the truth and so on, but people will remember what you did. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, people, people rarely th- say, oh, you know, his theology was sound and he had all these <laughs> points right. But they will remember, as you said, when you ba- paid for that bus fare, when you did something yeah. good, you know, and when you go to funerals, uh, you know, you hear all these stories and it's never about, oh, he had really such a logical understanding of the truth. It was... This person was so lovable and, and good. And I mean, this person showed me Jesus. Yeah. You know? in, in our culture, contemporary culture, maybe it's not a tombstone, but maybe we, we, it's very sadly we see this happening in, in social media accounts. Mm-hmm. Should mm-hmm. someone have passed away, mm-hmm. people leave behind stories, leave mm-hmm. behind whatnot. And the question is, it's not more about friendship and relationships in, 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 in this text, mm-hmm. but more the effects of their life. Yeah. In our generation, it's all about bucket lists and what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, what kind mm-hmm. of, where, where you've been and what photos you've had. Mm-hmm. But the Bible is focusing in, not in a legalistic way, but the effects of mm-hmm. your life. What actions have you, as, as Jonathan mentioned. Yeah. So the question is, you know, maybe there's someone else out watching there and they're like, hey, this is great, you guys. And I know, what, I know how I want my social media account to look like when I die. I know what <laughs> I want my tombstone to say. But they are like, but what do I do in the meantime? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to start crocheting here. This is, not, this is not me. Or maybe someone is going to start crocheting as a result. Why not? And, and real men crochet. 
Yeah. So what? What, <laughs> what is? Uh, what? You what, crochet? I'm just saying there are men out there who crochet that we shouldn't make fun of. Korean okay, men. Sebastian. I agree. Both of you so what? What, <laughs> what are practical things we can say? Like because this is a great story, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. we can preach on it like we've been doing, but. What practically speaking, mm. what do, what do we do like to make a difference? What do we make? How do we make a difference? I mean, it practically, practically. Okay, well, like look to the camera and say, we need to start crocheting for G. Is that I don't think what I'm supposed to look at the camera? I think okay, only you're right, supposed right, to right. do that. So I just want to <laughs> obey, you know, obey people. But speak. <laughs> the first thing that comes to my mind is, I mean, just the general principle yes. of this idea that we can't do all the things, but we can do something. And God puts us in different places. So, you know, we're all, I, I'm a teacher, you do something. You're something else, and you work at the GC. And so we all work in different places and do different things, and so we don't serve God in all the same way. Like, our lives aren't going to look like Dorcas's. But I'm sure what it sounds like is Dorcas saw a need. This person needs something to wear. Hmm. I'm going to make something. I'm going to make hmm. something. And I'm going to give it to them. Now, that's a powerful principle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if she was an originally a, a uh, whatever, whatever she was, but she's, <laughs> She's meeting needs around her. Yeah. So faithfulness is meeting the needs around you that are most immediate, immediate, immediately around yeah. you yeah. and meeting those needs. And from there, God reveals his will. When we come back after the break, we're going to look at really practical ways to identify how do I meet the needs of those around me. So stay with us. Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion. Hey, welcome back. We're looking at principles not only for the immediate how to know, how to meet people's needs, but also in the larger picture, how to know God's will. And in many ways, we can't really um, map out, this is God's will for me, this is where I am, and this is the shortest route to that. Right. It's more about God reveals his will at intermediate stages mm -hmm. and, and slow amounts. And then when we look back, we can see, wow, God has really revealed mm -hmm. his right. will to me. But for the, pra for the practical purposes, for the, for the young mm -hmm. and for the young at heart out there who want to know, but how do I, what do I got to do? How do mm -hmm. I know? Kelly. First thing is just to keep your eyes and your ears open to the needs of others in a very practical way. So I work at a school and I'll hear my colleagues saying, oh, I have no time to do something. Mm. And I know I have more free pairs than they do. So I've gone to them and said, hey, do you mean to watch your kids at recess so you can prep? Like, yeah, that'd be great. Thanks so much. And that's small. I'm not like changing the whole world with that, but I am, you know, the starfish story. <laughs> I am helping them and I'm encouraging <laughs> from, uh, them. <laughs> another episode, a previous episode. There was the battle of the starfish stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I have some students who will say, yeah, this assignment's way too hard. I can't do it. So then, okay, yeah. how can I help you? Do you want to meet after class and I can tutor you and how you use grammar mm -hmm. properly? Da, da, da. So just, but I can be like, okay, that's all I have any of them. Like, Jesus, please show me a greater need. Mm. <laughs> but just whatever it is, and I might not know how to reach it. Sometimes another colleague needed a flight somewhere and I, I can't pay for a flight because I don't have a lot of money, but I do know how to find more affordable flights. And so I looked that up for her because she didn't know how to do that. And mm -hmm. so just anything when you, when you hear someone, because someone might not say, hey, Justin, can you please help me with this? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it comes in the form of complaining or of just mm. someone expressing stress.
yes. And mm -hmm. you think to yourself and you pray, Jesus, is there anything I can do for this person at all? So mm -hmm. proactively going outside of yourself, yeah. looking for opportunities to help. Yeah. And, and, and maybe after time they'll become a habit. And yeah. then opportunities may come because of that faithfulness mm -hmm. to yeah. those small things. And one other thing I want to mention, just because I found this to be unconventional, I'm a very uh, organized person and mm. like planning. And so sometimes I want to help a lot of people, but I'm just like, if I say yes or I offer too many things, then I just get stressed. Mm -hmm. And so in my mind, I have this, I'm going to focus on one of my colleagues a week. And I have it like in my bullet journal. I write mm. like who I'm focusing on. Mm. And so I focus on that colleague throughout the entire week and notice anything I can do for them. Mm -hmm. And that sounds a little structured, but it, it just helps me be really intentional and not mm -hmm. to yeah. be like, if it's That's obvious, awesome. it's not. But no, like, just because you plan it, it doesn't take away from its authenticity yeah, at all. It's it. more intentional. <laughs> and, they, and yeah, they kind of like, sometimes I'm like, hey, like one of my colleagues, Rachel, I'm like, Rachel, this week is Rachel week. How can I help you? She's like, you're so weird, but you can do this. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. Yeah. So it helps. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, Sebastian. It, what Callie to me is, is really addressing on an even more basic level is you just have to be around people. Mm -hmm. And if you're around yes. people, you're going to find needs. That's true. You mm -hmm. know, if I go to the, the airport, if I go to the bus station, if I go to the grocery store, if mm -hmm. I'm in the parking lot, if I'm just taking out my trash and see my neighbor, a lot of times um, one of my favorite preachers says that we all want to be a missionary where we're not. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm going to go all the way to Cambodia and I'm going to serve because I saw this thing on social mm -hmm. media or on the web or advertised at my church. But in reality, if we don't know the neighbors, we don't know the people at the grocery store, we don't know the people where we go to get our car washed, whatever, you will always find needs as long as you find people. Uh, but is there a place for introverts, Sebastian? Because I know you're a high extrovert <laughs> with a capital E. I'm definitely not but, an extrovert. But, but what about the introverts or maybe those who are on social media 24-7, who are, are those young people who are the millennials who are Netflix and chilling and they're, they're binge watching Inverse <laughs> from seasons one through five? One through six, whatever season we're on now. Like, is there a place for them, or do they just need to like get out of the house and see sunshine and get a tan and talk to people? I think. I think. You know, there is a <laughs> there is a know? place for service on social media platforms. Okay. I agree. Okay. There, there's definitely an opportunity there to speak to people who may not be physically near you, okay. right? not in your community. Mm -hmm. At the same token. There is also value in what you said. Get outside, out of your comfort zone. Because the truth of the matter is, you can't confuse your comfort with your safety. You may feel safe in this place. Mm -hmm. And for myself as an introvert, I oftentimes have to be pushed. If I was not a preacher, it would be very unlikely for me to find myself in certain positions of ministry. Mm -hmm. But because I'm invited, because I am accepting this role mm -hmm. and this call, I am pressed to go and be, in a, be around and mingle with people when my mm -hmm. preference is not to do that. Mm -hmm. I would love to read yeah. and study and you know just hang with people who are very close to me already. Just going back to the text, I find a balance here in, in Dorcas, and maybe it is an imposition uh, in my, maybe, I should, I should, maybe I'm reading into the text here, <laughs> but I feel like that Dorcas would, may have been more of an introvert, mm -hmm. but she focused on these, these things that she could do yeah. for the purpose of ministering to people. Yes, and then so I guess there's a there's a fear out there. Yeah. Some people say, "Wow, I got a I got to talk to 
people. I'm not a people person. I hate people. People talk back. What do I say? And but there is a ministry for people who like that kind of thing, right, Sebastian? But there's also a ministry for people who don't, and they can use things and and not for things for things sake, but things meeting the needs of people. So the people being the end goal, I think, is where we're trying to get. So we'll go to Jonathan back to Kat. I think it's it's really depends on the individual. Every one of us is in a different place, and so as we trust God, as we surrender our lives to Him every morning, you know, I I expect God Mm. to be directing my life that day in a way that He will give me opportunities to minister in whatever way that is, Mm. on social media or crocheting Mm -hmm. or helping somebody change that tire, you know. Mm. But what we need to learn is to be willing to let God interrupt our agenda, so you know, oh, I, I love that. I gotta, you gotta say that one time. Uh, being willing to let God interrupt your agenda. Interrupt your because agenda. we have our plans, or maybe we don't have plans, but that's also a plan. Yes. Um, and naturally, we are more self-focused. I want to get all this stuff done, mm-hmm. you know. And every phone call is an interruption of my agenda, someone else's agenda. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have to be wise in how we deal with that. But we need to be open to the fact that God sometimes will say, hey, I have a little bit of a different plan for you today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and being willing to say, okay, I can put this project on the back burner because this person really needs my help right now. And I've noticed many times when I say, God, give me those divine appointments, He will, he will give them to me. I'm, mm-hmm. I would say 90% of the time, I will see a person or a situation where I know oh, this, is, this is what God wanted mm-hmm. me to do now. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and who you allow mm-hmm. to interrupt your agenda mm-hmm. is often defining who you're... Who you, who your beloved ones are, mm-hmm. or yeah. who your God is, yes. in a sense. So yeah. yeah, I love that. I love that, Kelly. Yeah, I also think you know, and in just interacting. I was having a conversation with a very extroverted close friend of mine yesterday, and was that Sebastian? I, no, no, it's, okay. it's a different person. Right. Uh, her name's Sylvia. Okay. And so we were we were talking, and I'm in charge of this evangelistic program at at church, and it huh. is stressing me out because it requires me to talk to so many different people. Mm. And so I called Sylvia to be like, Hey, can you like take over for me because I'm gonna die, and and she's like, I can, but I don't think taking, I don't think that's what you really need. What you need is to play to your strengths. And I can go talk to people and you just figure out all the details and planning because you're really good at that and I'm not. Mm. And so we're able to come together and play to our strengths. Mm. And so I do think there's a place to go outside our comfort zone. And there's other times just to collaborate. Mm-hmm. She is phenomenal at talking to anyone mm-hmm. and I'm phenomenal at details. Mm-hmm. And so we're able to come together and do ministry together. I love that word collaborate because mm-hmm. that is a foundational principle of the early church. Yeah. where they're collaborating with each mm-hmm. other, extroverts, right. introverts, organized, messy people, all coming together <laughs> through the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Kind of like inverse. Kind of like inverse, yeah. yeah. We're one. still figuring out where Sebastian fits in all this. <laughs> but but he, 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 may, may I just add one? <laughs> love him nonetheless. Just add one little thing here. Yes, sir. Um, I think... Uh, uh, not, not, I, I think, right? We were all about think? thinking, yes. You're allowed you to think. think. <laughs> I'm allowed to think too? Great. What I would say here is the collaboration is great, and I think everyone's needs are different and sometimes somebody wants help with something Mm -hmm. um, but we need to listen to the Holy Spirit guiding us in maybe as your friend said you don't you don't need her to take over you need collaboration Mm -hmm. so just because someone says you know I need this and this that doesn't mean you have to do this and that there might be a better way so uh, otherwise we we, we could you know get burned out just trying to fulfill all these needs Mm -hmm. and often some people ask for help just because they're lazy or selfish and so if we really want to help them there might be a better way for them Mm -hmm. so thank you for that that caveat that's That's a a very important disclaimer Mm -hmm. and especially with the 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 collaboration is a buzzword for 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 a lot of circles Mm -hmm. but we want to see sync 
synchronization and coordination mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So we appreciate yeah. that. Let's go. Let's jump to James chapter two, Yay. where we see more principles on how the early church functioned, and this is where we're seeing Jesus's kingdom being played out in real life. And today's churches, maybe not so much a hundred percent, but we're all endeavoring in that journey. So James chapter two, verse mm-hmm. one, mm. and Sebastian, can you read verses one through four, please? My brethren. Do not hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with partiality. Mm -hmm. For if there should come into your assembly a man with gold rings and fine apparel, and there should also come in a poor man in filthy clothes, and you pay attention to the one wearing the fine clothes and say to him, you sit here in a good place and say to the poor man, you sit there or sit here at my footstool. Have you not shown partiality among yourselves? And become judges with evil thoughts. Mm. Why do we mm. prefer the bling more than the the <laughs> nothing? Huh? What? Nothing. I'm, I'm trying to rhyme here. Thank you. It's definitely uh, it's definitely uh, a human nature thing. Yeah. Uh, by human nature, we want beautiful things. We want things that are nice. Things that benefit us. Uh, and so, um, if the rich person shows up. Um, we, we want to give them a special treatment because we might benefit from them, if not financially, then just by being associated with them. Mm-hmm. So it's just an, a human nature thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't mean that we shouldn't pay attention to rich, but we should not show partiality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kelly? I love how he just blasts their logic, though, because he keeps going. And so he's, in verse 5, he says, do you not know that the poor can also be rich in faith? And in verse 6, you have dishonored them. Verse 7, so mm. talking about the people you're honoring, do they not blaspheme that noble name by which you are called? Mm-hmm. So, like, the people that you're honoring are dishonoring God. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, why? It's not even like they're nice and they're rich, you like them. But, like, they're mean, they're just rich. That's mm-hmm. it. And, you know, to Jonathan's point, it just shows that we are, we're so prone to falling for the world's standards mm-hmm. of, of anything that should be glorified, whether it's celebrities or rich or how people look. And we forget that the externals are only that. They're yeah. the externals. How can the church not do this? How can the how can we build into the church? Okay, as church as individuals, but also as young adults become leaders of churches, mm-hmm. or they already may be in leadership. How can we prevent the church getting into James two, or even becoming not like Dorcas and oh, 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 not becoming like the early church? I think service is a great uh, way to do that. If we are if we have an active church, an active mm-hmm. community that that deals with pe- people from all walks of life, mm-hmm. uh, whether rich or poor. I mean, usually when you, when you do an outreach ministry, um, helping people is usually more the poor people. Mm-hmm. And that's not, nothing wrong with that. Um, I think when we, when we are engaged in that, we are more aware of people's real situations. Yeah. And you, are, you, you, know, you realize you know, what really matters mm-hmm. is, is, is helping people. And uh, uh, the, the wealthy might have other needs. It might not be yeah. financial or they don't need crocheted clothes, you know. <laughs> but they need maybe, uh, you know, psychological or, or they, maybe just they want friendship because yeah. they feel yeah. isolated. So, um, but service, just in being engaged in service and not just being encapsulated in your own little church community yeah. and never reaching out. Uh, you are you are missing out on, on great opportunities there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kelly, the the biggest thing that comes to my mind isn't so much to answer the grand narrative of your question, but to answer the personal application, mm. and that is to I think you've said it in a sermon before is to burn your eyes on Jesus. Mm. <laughs> and I notice the more I fill my mind with Scripture and Jesus' example, the more I see people as they really are mm-hmm. and fall for the world standards less and less. Mm-hmm. That's my prayer, and that's the prayer for for our panelists. Yes, to live the life 
of uh, intentional Christianity, the way that Jesus wanted his church to live out, especially in these last days. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll We'll see you next week here on Inverse. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jared Thomas, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.